Hey friends, welcome to another episode of This Sovereign Life, where we inspire you to escape the mediocrity that we've been conditioned to see as success in this society, in societies around the world, I would argue, and instead pursue a life that lights you up. Today, I want to I want to keep it short, I think, but I want to share something that came up for me in hopes that it will help somebody else. I think we, uh, we go through this journey of life and you know, a lot of times we feel like we've got something figured out, we're good, we're sailing, um, and then the same old stuff comes back up for us, the same troubles, the same issues, and really it's the same emotional patterns, the same patterns of thoughts and beliefs and emotions that are programmed within us to sabotage us. Um, A lot of them come from our upbringing, some of them are self-perpetuated and in the end, as we become adults, um, it's our responsibility. Actually, we're the only ones that are able to reprogram these things within ourselves. Unfortunately, the same people that may have accidentally put them there or intentionally put them there are not going to get into our brains, our minds, and our belief systems and reprogram them for us to give us a better outlook on life and a better chance of thriving. So, That's why I talk about a lot of the stuff I do uh, talk about, and it's a lot of the work I have done in my own life, in my own, um, my own experience. And, you know, it's very intricate, a lot of it. Um, We have a very intricate web of mind and emotions and heart. Well, heart and emotions are kind of in the same boat. Mind and brain are kind of intertwined, but there's all these different things. And then there's our spirit, our soul, the divine part of us that I believe is the most um, relevant part of us, even though we're here in these bodies uh, for several years. But I'm not going to go into all of that right now. I think you, if you've been listening for a while, you know what I think on these topics. And if you listen furthermore, you will learn more about my perception, my ideas around um, our mind, body, and soul. So what I want to share today is actually something that helped me a little exercise I did because um, lately I have run into myself. I have run into my own emotional programs and barriers when on this path, when, when trying to do certain things level up, so to speak. I don't know. I guess hopefully we're always leveling up and whatever that means to you. I think it's just, to me, it's growth. It's a progression towards purpose and peace in this life. And it's continuing to feel alive rather than just giving in to this mediocre deadness that befalls so many as life just comes at us, as society comes at us, as we are just completely bombarded by the outside world. And so I was feeling it. I was feeling it today. And I took a moment, uh, as I do often in those times, and to just meditate and be with God and hear, you know, to tune in rather, to quiet my mind in order to hear something that is more divinely inspired. And so as I did that, 
something came through for me and I actually wrote it down. And that's what I want to read to you. That's what I want to share with you today in case it can also help somebody that's listening. Because uh, what I have found is that my, my feelings, feelings are so powerful. You know, they're, they're a powerful and intricate part of our being and our experience. And even scripture talks about keeping the heart above all things because out of it are the issues of life. And I think that's a really powerful statement. I think that our emotions, the way we feel does dictate our entire experience. And so we, we have to understand how to have power over our emotions and actually to work with our emotions rather than trying to suppress them or villainize them or avoid them altogether. I think that's where we really build up these toxic levels of emotion that run our life without us even realizing it. And so healing um, our emotional patterns is a big part of this process because if you don't have awareness around your emotions, if you're not able to fill them, you also do not have the ability to change them. You do not have the ability to choose a different feeling to get a better result, whether it's in your relationships, in your business, your life, with your kids, wherever it is. And so often we have these reoccurring emotional patterns that come up for us when they are triggered by something. Um, and each of us have our specific triggers, right? And there's that's another thing you have to get awareness around because if you don't if you don't understand what's triggering you and what emotions being triggered, then you often will blame your partner or your circumstances. Um, and while you can do that, uh, it's never productive. Um, your circumstances are not going to change just because you blame them. Your partner is not going to be like, Oh yeah, sure, honey. Okay. I'll just change for you. No, that's not how it works. People and outside circumstances, are generally not the issue. Now, yes, you can get yourself into a relationship with a toxic person. You can get yourself into bad situations. Uh, and that's your responsibility as well to get yourself out of. And I say these things from a place of not like, oh, it's your responsibility. You just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, not at all. I say these this from a place of understanding in my own life that no matter how much of a victim you are, because often we are victims. We're victims as children because we have no control over what is happening to us. So if we are mistreated, if we are neglected, if we are abused, if we are, if we are downloaded with disempowering belief systems, we have no control over that. And that will impact us for the rest of our life until we decide to take control over that and change our narratives. And it's just the unfortunate truth that while many children are disadvantaged with um, all of these things, abuse, neglect, disempowerment, uh, we grow up to be adults. And like I said earlier, nobody is going to change that for us, right? So what I have found, I have found so many beautiful tools in my journey to heal the things within myself that are not serving me, that have not made my life better, that have actually disempowered me, and to 
to step into the version of myself that has full reciprocity over my own experience. And that has been the most powerful thing. And while my life has changed tremendously for the better, I still do have these moments as we all do. This is a journey. Um, I have moments where my body, myself will immediately after being triggered by something, something that stresses me out, something that upsets me, will go into a spiral of negative emotions that kind of, they're kind of crippling. Maybe you can relate. Um, you know, and it will impede my ability to take the actions and do the things that will get me to a better place, will get me out of a stressful situation, whatever it is. And so my goal and my choosing has been to find ways to choose a better feeling or better feeling thought, as I think Abraham Hicks says, um, so that my default emotional state in these times can change because that's really it, right? We always have the choice to change our feelings and our emotions in the moment. Um, but the true goal is in changing our default state of um, emotional reaction or response, right? To where we go from this negative or not serving us <laughs> um, emotion or feeling, this is this emotion that's not serving us that gets triggered, to being able to choose and then consistently respond differently with an emotion that is more empowering. Um, and so, and so I was, I said all that as a preface to reading this to you, hoping that this is something, and this is kind of a, a private look into my little journal. Um, but I'm sharing it with hopes that maybe it can inspire something for you or help you in processing through emotions or feelings that come up for you in certain times and get a different um, picture, get a different feeling that you can then access to change your state because it really does work um, immediately after writing this down. My state, my emotional state changed and I was able to go and do the things that I didn't feel able to do before. So because it's so powerful, because it works, and I'm not saying this, this isn't the only thing that works and I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody, but it works for me along with other things, other modalities like getting into your body. Uh, some, sometimes the best way to do it is cry it out, release your emotions, and then be able to choose from a clean slate or go move your body or whatever it is. But this journaling practice came out for me. It helped me. So here it is after all of that. Also realize that this is a note to self kind of situation. Um, but if it's relatable, then I hope it helps. Your feelings of unworthiness keep you from pursuing the things that you most desire. Release them. You are so worthy right now, exactly as you are. Your feelings of obligation are keeping you from taking the most aligned actions, from doing the things that you really want to do. Release any obligation. 
only say yes from a place of joy and desire. Practice saying no to the things that feel obligatory or draining. Your feelings of inadequacy and incapability, the feeling of not being qualified enough now, are keeping you from putting yourself out there authentically and confidently. Release them. You are more than qualified by God to fulfill your purpose. Allow people to say no to you. Allow doors to close so that you will see and move into the spaces that God has prepared for you. Your feelings of failure are making you quit too soon. You decide something is a failure if it isn't an instant success and you quit before it has a chance to succeed. You're always stopping three feet from gold. Release this habit. Decide what is most important and energizing for you to pursue and learn to love the process of creating it. Persist. Believe in your own value. Boldly pursue what you know and believe to be true. Your indecision is keeping you stuck. You're scared to let yourself want what you really want. So you question your desires and you consume yourself with shoulds and need tos. Let your desires shine in your soul. Let them consume you. And when you do, everything else will fade into the background. Your path will become clear and obvious. And I'm talking about those deeply innate desires of our heart that are put there by God. Your feelings of lack are keeping you from the things that you want in your life. You cannot seem to see past what you do not have to be grateful for all that you do have. Turn to gratitude. Realize that you can be grateful now for all that you do have and have experienced and also for all that all of that which you have yet to manifest into reality. Realize that you are co-creating your life with one who knows and wants best for you and that gratitude is a powerful part of that co-creation. So that's it. That was stream of consciousness journaling. That's that means in case you didn't already know that means when you just you just sit down and write no thinking just kind of comes to the page and it felt really inspired. I felt like it was the word, the word from God that was showing me the things I needed to see. And it was very, um, it was very empowering and spurred me into action that I had not been taking. Um, and it is a little bit vulnerable for me to share because that gives you a little tiny peek into some of the things that I experience, um, in my own battles, my own emotional battles. Uh, but again, uh, I think that like that quote that I love, I think it was Ram Dass says, we are all just walking each other home. And I share that for that reason, because I do believe that if we live like that, if we support each other like that, by sharing our vulnerabilities. And that's a big part of it. You can't walk each other home in a sense. You can't, you can't offer that kind of friendship and love without sharing the things that are most relatable, most vulnerable. Um, you can't have that kind of trust and 
and support without being able to share those things, you know, and we are so, we are so armored these days. We are so in our pride and our ego. And I've, trust me, I say this from a place of very deep experience because there was a lot of my life where I was very shut down to sharing any kind of vulnerability. In fact, vulnerability for me has been a very difficult road um, of practice, practice and of, of being able to feel safe and secure and validated um, in God, in my very existence, rather than getting that kind of validation or um, safety from outside, because vulnerability is scary. Often it will be taken advantage of. Um, but, you know, there is a difference, I think, between naivety, uh, sharing and naivety as in like, you know, trusting people you're not, you shouldn't trust that don't have your best in mind and having vulnerability with intention, the intention to um, create closer relationships and bonds with people that you love that love you or even people that you could, uh, support and inspire and likewise. So I'm all for it, even though it's been a difficult practice for me. And, um, I hope that again, I, I think I've said that a million times in this podcast, but I do hope that, um, maybe somebody was supported in me sharing this. So I'm going to keep this one short friends and just leave you with that and with the intention and, um, hope that we lean more into supporting one another and, uh, supporting ourselves in this time, um, when things feel crazy in the outside world, uh, there is no benefit to us getting lonelier, to us getting more isolated and more afraid of each other. Um, we're all, we all want the same things. Most of us, uh, I can guarantee you that those of us who do outnumber those of us who don't. And yet it seems sometimes as if those of us who don't, um, have all the power and control. And I think it's important for us to ask ourselves, why that is. Uh, and I think maybe if we looked at some of these things and we could be more vulnerable with each other and we could allow each other to be more vulnerable with us and see each other in love, regardless of differences that we might be surprised at how that power that seems so malevolent and evil, how it might start to dwindle in our lives. Uh, so I guess I didn't, I didn't quite leave you with it that short, but, um, this I would say is a stream of consciousness episode in and of itself. Um, just some of the thoughts that have been on my mind lately and the desires that have been in my heart. And now I really will bid you adieu. Is that how you say it? In peace and freedom, my friends. I will see you in the next episode.